to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. This is Empower, the podcast that motivates you to start living your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a former lawyer turned podcast host, content creator, and now your personal hype woman. Thank you so much for joining me where we chat all about growth, goals, and living with intention. No matter how life is feeling for you today, this time is yours, so let's make it count. Welcome back to Empower. What a crazy couple of weeks it's been. (laughs) Last week I spoke at the UC graduation for law, arts and business students and it was a massive privilege, massive honour. I know a lot of people have started tuning into the podcast because of it, so thank you, welcome. Um, But talk about being completely drained. (laughs) This is what happens, I think, when you put your heart and soul into things. I try to put my heart and soul into everything I do and there is always this energetic come down that I suffer, that I suffer from in the aftermath. Only for a few days though, I'm good now and I'm very grateful for the opportunity. If you did want to watch the speech that I gave and you haven't yet, it is up on my Instagram page, um, just under 10 minutes long, the link's in the description but my name on Instagram is Mahi Sorensen. I covered quite a bit in this speech, but one of the take-home messages was about trusting your intuition and finding the courage to stray from what's expected of you in pursuit of what you actually want to do. And it's kind of inspired part of this episode, as well as just conversations I've been having with friends and listeners over the last week, because so often I get asked, how do you come up with episode ideas? And I must say, it's so much easier now that I've cut back to fortnightly episodes, But even when my episodes were weekly, the main source of inspiration is usually a conversation I'd had with someone earlier in the week because I kind of bring that same energy to this space, even though there are like thousands of you listening to the podcast. In my mind, it just feels like I'm chatting to a mate. So if it feels that way for you too, it's because I probably have been chatting to someone about it earlier in the week. But I digress. Anyway, anyway, let's get into what we're doing here. Today I want to talk about how to trust your gut and especially what to do when you want to trust your gut but you just don't feel ready because I think it's one thing to be able to hear that inner voice that wants what's best for you and trust that it's leading you in the right direction no matter what but I also know how it feels when you hear that inner voice you know you should be trusting your gut but for whatever reason you just can't right now. 
And I'm not unrealistic. I know that sometimes it can take a number of attempts and a long time before you're ready to trust your gut. I get that. And I think if you fall into this category, it doesn't help to beat yourself up over not having done it sooner, which is what we typically tend to do. So that's what I want to talk about today. And hopefully some of it resonates with you. So how do you go about learning to trust your gut or your instincts or your intuition in the first place? Trusting your gut is all about relying on your instincts and your intuition or your inner feelings when it comes to making decisions, even when you may not have concrete evidence or a logical reason to support your choice. Not so easy if you are like me, very evidence driven, or just don't like making a decision when you aren't 100% sure about what the outcome could be. You know, just risk averse is what I would say. I find that a helpful way to think about it is by understanding that your subconscious mind processes information and experiences over time. So this is happening without you realizing it. It's just through living life, you pick up on things without even realizing you're picking up on things and you're holding it. And in doing so, you're creating this internal system of knowledge. And that system of knowledge is guiding you in your decision making moving forward. And that's that kind of helped me understand. Maybe like because I'm <laughs> because I'm a planning planner and I like keeping records and I like making notes and I like making sure, you know, I create my own form of evidence in my own life. It's sort of our subconscious way of remembering patterns and forming our own records of evidence and holding it. And when you hear your intuition trying to tell you something or when you have a gut feeling about something, it's because that source of knowledge and all of that evidence that you have subconsciously like been building up inside internally somewhere is trying to tell you, look, based on things that you've been through in the past, maybe this isn't a good idea. Based on things you've been through in the past, maybe this is a good idea. Maybe you need to do this now. That I find is a really helpful way to think about what your intuition is and what a gut feeling is. But how do you actually learn to trust your gut? Because we can talk about it, but it's something else to actually put your money where your mouth is and bet on yourself and find the confidence to be like, you know what, I am going to do this thing or I'm going to make this decision and I trust that no matter what, it's going to work out for me. How do you get to that place? I like to start with low stake decisions because I think so often when we think about trusting our gut we think about the big life-changing major high stakes decisions and even for me like when I talk about times that I've trusted my gut and I did this in my speech at UC last week I'm not talking about the times that I decided to try something new at a restaurant and it paid off because it was really nice I talk about leaving my career or leaving a relationship or starting a business, but I couldn't have done any of those things if I hadn't developed the confidence to trust myself in the first place, right? And how did I do that? I started trusting my gut with low stake decisions. For example, if I'm at Lone Star, I will always get the exact same thing. Why? Because I know what's on the rest of the menu and my intuition tells me that I won't be satisfied unless I have midnight nachos, chicken extra cheese, extra sour cream, no jalapenos on top, raspberry and lemonade on the side. That is, (laughs) it's one of many examples of low stake decisions, right? And it's kind of a stupid one. I'm hungry at the moment. Can you tell? (laughs) But when you start being intentional, I think about every decision you make, doesn't matter how high or low the stakes are and you start making decisions and you feel really confident about the decisions that you're making, it makes it easier to make high stake decisions. 
But practice makes perfect. You've got to keep practicing. And the best way to practice is with the easy everyday decisions that we often don't put a lot of thought into. Start being intentional about them. It's so interesting how little things like that that we often don't put much thought into make a real difference to our own self-confidence and the ability to trust ourselves. Which leads me very nicely onto the next point, which is cutting the indecisiveness and self-doubt. A lot of the time, even when we get that sense that maybe now is the time to trust our gut, we end up spiraling into indecision and we try to negotiate with ourselves. We try to talk ourselves out of something. All of that stems from self-doubt. Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes you just need to make a call and run with it because indecision will paralyze you and questioning yourself and your abilities just makes it harder to get past the indecision. I find that a really helpful reminder when I start to get indecisive is to think about how much longer it will take me to reach the outcome I want if I stay stuck in this place of indecision, mulling over the what ifs. Often you really need to just take action and just do something because thinking about something in excess achieves nothing. There's only so much thinking you can do. So just make a decision based on what your gut is telling you and run with it. Then we've got external validation. We need to stop seeking external validation. This one is major because if you are someone who needs to ask like, and I know because I've been there, I used to be there all the time when I cared about what I posted on Instagram. So I know some of you are going to relate to this. If you need to ask like five different people for their opinion on something when you already know what you're going to do, just stop asking people. You don't want to waste anyone else's time, but it's also just unnecessary. You already know the answer. You already know what you want to do. So just let that be enough. You don't need to ask around for other people to validate the decision you already know that you're going to make. You can. If you want to, you can, but you don't need to. And that's not to say that you shouldn't ask for support from others or be open to constructive feedback or think about how you can improve in the future. But when you're asking other people for their opinion, when you already know what you're going to do, just do it. Don't waste any more time. Just do it. And lastly, you should focus on the past decisions that you've made. Trusting your instincts means trusting that you are capable of making the right decision on your own because you've done it before. I don't know why we get so caught up in the panic of what if I make the wrong decision and it ruins my life? Because look where you are now. Your decisions have got you this far. And every wrong decision that you think you've made in the past has been a lesson, like you've learned from it. None of it has been wasted. It all had a purpose and it's contributed to where you are today and who you are today. And the fact that you are even here today is all the evidence that you need. Everything you need is within you. And I really mean that. Like I know it sounds a little bit airy-fairy, but it's true. Everything you need is within you. And a lot of the reason that we start questioning ourselves and our decision making is due to the external messaging that we receive. Every time I've trusted my gut, I've never gone wrong. It's either been the right decision or it's been a lesson that I needed to learn and I'm grateful for that. So it's the same for you. If you are a little bit of a workaholic like me and you are trying to incorporate more movement into your life, but you feel like you don't have enough hours in your day, look no further. 
Get yourself a DeskBird standing desk to upgrade your workspace, transform your routine, and boost your productivity. Our generous friends at DeskBird will give you $40 off any DeskBird desk purchase if you use the discount code MIHI40, that's M-I-H-I-4-0. DeskBird also offers free shipping New Zealand-wide, 10-year warranties, and as a long-time customer myself, I would not be recommending them to you if I didn't 100% believe in their product. Visit deskbird.co.nz, the link is in the description, and if you do buy a desk, please let me know what you think of it. When you think about it, the key to trusting your gut is self-confidence. It's trusting that you are capable of making the right decision, trusting that you don't need anyone else to validate your decisions, trusting that even if you aren't 100% sure that it will work out the way you want it to, you know you will find a way to make it work out the way you want it to. Intuition frequently speaks in moments of uncertainty or when you feel unprepared because it draws upon your subconscious knowledge and experiences. When you have nothing else to point to externally, that can give you the certainty that you're looking for. You head inwards and your intuition starts talking to you. I think there are two ways that you can go about trusting your gut or your intuition at times when you really feel uncertain and unprepared and you don't know and for the record I don't think either option is wrong either per se so firstly you could just do it anyway you can trust the process take the risk be willing to bet so hard on yourself believe in your gut feeling believe that things will just work out no matter what so that's the first option or secondly you could just wait you could wait until you feel ready both options carry different levels of risk in their own ways Personally, like I think the riskier option is the second one because there is a risk in putting something off until you feel ready to do it when a lot of the time you will never feel completely ready to do anything. But I think also there needs to be something said about giving yourself grace because sometimes you just aren't ready to trust your gut and that's okay too as long as you get there eventually. I watched this video on TikTok the other day and there was this girl saying something in the context of relationships along the lines of when it's your time to learn, you will learn. And if it takes you 10 failed attempts to learn that someone is not good for you, me telling you that that person is not good for you won't make you realize it any sooner. And I'm a big believer in that too. I had a psychologist say the same thing to me a few years ago when I was stressing out over a big decision that I needed to make. She was like, don't force yourself to make a decision here and now if it's causing you so much stress and anxiety. Just trust that when you are supposed to make a decision, you will, and you may still not be ready to make that decision at that point. But when you know, you know, and that's totally applicable to trusting your gut too. Like I've, ever since I had that conversation with that psychologist, I've pretty much lived my life that way. And I've looked very differently at situations with my friends as well, particularly when I'm thinking about friends and relationships with bad people, because we all have friends and relationships with bad people. I was the friend in the relationship with a bad person at one point, you know, but it never helped to have someone remind you that you're in a relationship with a bad person because you probably know, you probably know. And for whatever reason, you aren't ready to trust your gut and walk away from it. And that's okay. As long as one day you will get there. And I think if you trust that you will get there, then that's okay as well. I think probably the best way to gauge whether now is the time to trust your gut is to ask my favorite question and the one that I spoke about in my speech at UC. If I get to the end of my life and I look back on this moment, will I regret not trusting my gut right now? And that will give you the answer that you need. 
in terms of whether now is the right time to trust your gut or whether you just need to hold off and wait until you are in a different place or get more clarity if that's what you're after. I've asked myself that question and the answer has sometimes been, you know what, even though I'm not ready to trust my gut yet, I also don't feel like I'd get to the end of my life and regret this because I know I'm learning something through this process. And at other times I've asked myself that question and the answer has been a resounding yes, you will regret this and you know it. <laughs> so do something about it. And that's the moment where I've had to be like, you know what, Mahitarina, make a move. Like it's now or never, make a move. And every time I have. And I don't know if I've talked about it on here before, but former President Barack Obama spoke once about how he handled decision making as the president. And he outlined this process he went through, which was like a three-part thing. But the most important takeaway I got from it was that he swaps certainties for probabilities. And he was comfortable with the fact that you will never get a 100% perfect solution. So it's better to deal in probabilities because otherwise you'll be paralyzed trying to find that perfect solution. And if all else fails, I think it's a good way to approach trusting your gut rather than thinking, will this be the best decision of my life or the worst decision of my life? Think, what is the probability of success here? What's the probability that trusting my gut and making this choice will land me exactly where I want to be? Is it 80%? Is it 70%? Is it 50%? And then you decide where you're comfortable, what probability you're comfortable with. For me personally, I'm comfortable with anything over 40 because I typically underestimate my ability anyway. I know that objectively, so I'm already okay to work with 40 and even if I get that right, even if I'm dead right about my capabilities, whatever decision I'm trying to make at that time, I know that I won't stop until I get what I want. So 40 is enough for me to bet on. Like for me, if the odds are 40% that I'm going to succeed, that's pretty good. I'm cool with that. <laughs> so think about the probabilities that you're okay living with and then use them whenever you feel stuck between what your intuition is telling you versus what the rest of the world is telling you. Thinking about probabilities is kind of like the glass half full, glass half empty thing. I say that I'm comfortable with 40. Could I instead focus on the fact that there's a 60% chance that I won't get what I want and that I may not succeed? Sure. But why would I do that? That's not what I want. So I'm going to focus on what I do want. And I am so happy to work with 40 because I trust myself and I trust my intuition enough that I am going to achieve whatever I set my mind to. And that's what I want for you as well. Trusting your gut is really all about trusting yourself and being confident in your own capabilities and weighing that up against how much of a risk you're willing to take. Your risk adversity will shift depending on what's going on in your life or how significant the decision before you feels. But don't forget so many of the most significant decisions that lead to the biggest changes in our lives may have actually felt like completely insignificant decisions at the time that you were making them. You just never know what's around the corner. But you should always bet on yourself. Many of the most successful outcomes of your life, from relationships to career choices, can somehow be attributed to trusting your gut feeling. You know what you're doing, even if it feels like you don't. So give yourself some credit. Anyways, that is all I have got for you today. So on that note, I will love you and leave you. Get out into the sun if you're like me and living in the Southern Hemisphere. I know we're only a few days into spring, but... It feels so good to see that sun. Move your body, tell the people you love that you love them. I appreciate that you have taken time out of your day to listen to me. So make sure you do something kind for yourself today. And I will chat to you in two weeks time. 